at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. So it's ironic. We've been talking about Mofire, that brand. That's one part of it. Now, what about what I've called township brands? And maybe township's just ugh, too English a name. Kasi brands probably is, is what works far better, isn't it? So there's the Kasi Star brands or Kasi Star brands. Maria Petusas is with me, who's the director of the TGI Target Group Index. If I got that all right. You did, okay. yes. Thank, thanks for your time and thanks for coming in, right? Morning. So, okay, so you had this, you had an award, right, a couple of weeks ago. Tell, first of all, what's it all about? Kazi Star Brands are um, voted the best brands in the township community. We spoke to 6,763 um, township consumers, which is basically representative of 73% of the township population, uh, represents 9.7 million consumers. And we asked them out of 8,000 brands which their favorite brands are. And these are the brands which are used most loyally across the township community. They become symbols of the township and it's brands which um, township consumers resonate with. And, and wh why the need to segment this type of thing? Because I mean, normally it will be, let's talk about most loved brands in the country and you're actually saying we're going to go to townships or we're going to the castle only uh, and then someone may listen and say, oh, that just means simply black-white. Do you know, it was quite interesting from the insights that we found that um, proximity doesn't mean the sameness. Just because people live in the same area doesn't mean that they're all the same. So we we actually compared the Kazi Star brands against the Icon brands measurement, which we... Um, that you people manage, year. right? Yeah. Absolutely, mm. yes. We publish um, in July every year. And we found out of the 24 Kazi Star brands... Um, 16 of those brands are real champion brands, which means they're iconic brands, which is representative of South Africa's Rainbow Nation, but they're also represented in the township community. And then eight of those 24 Kazi Star brands are uniquely township brands, which are loved and used most loyally. Okay, so, so in going down the township route, did you, what did you come up with? I mean, did you find something that just stuck out that would not have come out in, in, uh, in, in your normal, you know, iconic awards that you've done already anyway. Um, we actually looked at what makes the Kazi Star brand and we identified four main elements. Firstly is really to know your consumer. We can't, as I mentioned earlier, imply that all township consumers are the same. It's really important to understand their psyche. Mm, mm, There's mm. so many dynamics within the township community. It's important to get those and they're constantly changing. And it's important to deliver return on investment because spend within a township community is so calculated. It's important to understand it. Secondly, affordability, of course. Um, it's important that these brands um, promote within the township community and actually partner with retailers to deliver return on investment to township consumers. Thirdly is choice and continuity. It's so important to offer choice to township consumers and to deliver a continuous brand experience from the city to the township. And lastly, sustainability, actually giving back to the community via education programs or community involvement and sustainability programs. So those are all quite important. All right, so as a result of that, I mean, you've got some results. Run through some of the big winners. So who is the winner? Hey, Coupac Beans, mm. um, they did exceptionally well. All Gold Tomato Sauce is in second position. They're the, um, for the last three years, they've been the top icon brand. In third position is Coca-Cola, Hewlett Sugar in fourth, Nokia's in fifth position, followed by Albany Bread, Black Cat Peanut Butter, Tastic Rice, Sunlight and MTN in the top ten. Alright, let's start with Koo. I'm almost certain that that Koo featured just as prominently in, in your Icon Awards. 
It did. Um, it, it, I can't remember the exact position right now, but it was definitely within the top 10. They do exceptionally well. Each I time. think in the past they may have won it. If not one, it could be around two or three, right? Absolutely, yeah. yes. So does that not show that, in fact, there's very little differentiation? There could be differences in terms of how you market, you know, to a township person versus marketing to a, a suburban person. But ultimately, the products, by and large, are very, very similar. Um, yes, which talks to the continuity from a city to a township. However, there are um, eight unique Kazi Star brands. So those are the brands which really resonate and understand township consumers and deliver above a functional strategy to township consumers. Well, are there are there brands that featured in your in your list here that that that, that did not feature prominently at all in the icon brands that that are uniquely. Therefore, Kasi Star brands. Yes, um, some brands really uh, impressed us in terms of standing out. Um, just to mention a couple of those, BP is a Kasi Star brand, not an Icon brand. Similarly to Nan and wow. Huggies and um, Clover Milk as well. That, that's quite fascinating, right? What, what can we, you know, what has been the reaction certainly from the brand owners themselves in, in terms of these awards? Absolute delight, I must say. Uh, we've we've had great uh, interactions with these brands in terms of um, really sharing and explaining what it is that they do so well and just um, celebrating their success. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Are we, you know, if, if we look at this, and going back to what you said about, about the way they market, did you, in terms of your studies, I know you've done some research, you guys have done some research in terms of how they market. Do, do they market differently? That means even the same, let's take Koo, for example. If they're marketing to uh, someone that, you know, who lives around Gateway in Durban or near the VNA waterfront or one of the, uh, along the, around the, uh, Camps Bay or whatever on that strip in Cape Town or Joburg versus somebody in Soweto versus somebody in Umlazi. Uh, do they market even the same brand very, very differently? It's quite interesting because we've had a couple of discussions with these winning brands and specifically with the Tiger Brands team who mm. have a couple of these um, top 10 Kazi Star brand winners and they definitely get the local society. They, they, um, um, get into the township mm, or the, the mm, local mm. community that they're actually uh, um, selling to and really understand what makes them tick. And I think that's really important, what we also tried to explain from the Kazi Star brands. If we looked at the different kinds of township consumers, um, and we have to oversimplify, we really find four main consumers. Um, those, firstly, is a group that make it. Um, they they really have a hard life. They tend to be unemployed and, and they really shop around for the best prices. The next segment uh, or culture are the passive onlookers. Uh, they almost give up. They're also unemployed, and they're either younger than the age of 65 mm -hmm. or old, um, younger than the age of 16 or older than 65. Then we've got the social engineers. They they pretend quite a bit and are survivors. They keep up with the Joneses. They're typically unemployed. Employed, sorry, and it's really important for them to be attractive to the opposite sex, which is quite interesting. And those who really keep it real, so they tend to be employed and um, educated, they're self-actualizers and actually are quite proud of their heritage. But it's quite important to understand all of these markets beyond a demographic point of view. Absolutely. But does that, you know, do those four segments within a township scenario, does that differ, you know, between township and, and, and suburb? It 
It does. It's really important to know your consumer. And I wouldn't be able to say that these are the segments which would generalize across. Um, each uh, category would differ. And it's important, of course, then to delve into that specific category and understand. I, I always say if you know your partner, uh, what makes him or her tick, you can obviously respond to them and, and then resonate. So similarly with these consumers as well. So in that case, brands need to take these uh, to market the brands as if they need to have this one-on-one relationship with a, with a consumer. Maybe it's a good way to look at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did, did anything else jump out in terms of the research and the surveys that came out? That's like, wow, this we, we never even thought about. Just a, a couple of points. Um, townships are gen- definitely changing and redefining themselves. So we can't assume that they um, are a kind of consumer and, and not changing. They're also dynamic. It's really important to understand individuals because the individuals are actually changing the culture and the environment. The, the, the townships are a result of individuals and how they are changing the environment. Proximity obviously doesn't imply the sameness. We can't assume that. that assume that. Racial divides are definitely outdated. Um, if we had to think also that mass communication across townships would be successful, uh, that's so not true. It's really important to understand uh, the end consumer and understand which channels are most appropriate. Uh, the different strategies, of course, uh, for different pockets of consumers. And um, it's never only how it seems. And it's always important really to check that. And, and I take it that, I mean, of course, these brands, they don't have stores of their own. They, they sell it through you know, spaza shops and supermarkets and all operating within townships. But uh, for those on the outside who, who may think, you know, that people living in townships are generally poorer, they may be true because I think, you know, there's evidence to prove that. But, but the sheer numbers and the sheer volumes living within those townships suggest that the numbers are massive and there's big business to be made, isn't it? Absolutely. The numbers are massive um, and urban townships actually contribute 41% of consumer spending locally. So it's a huge number. Well, maybe that's why, and this is, I don't expect you to answer this, but maybe that whole issue about Somali traders who understood at least 10 years ago to say, hold it, you can stick around in in the aspiring townships. We know where the markets are and operated in uh, in those spaza shops and, and effectively have captured a, a massive market and delivered to, to the uh, to the consumers there, right? All right, a- anything else you want to tell us? Just maybe two, three points before I let you go. Um, just quite interesting in the community also, there isn't a linear relationship between income and spend. Um, so I, I, we saw obviously the consumer spending potential is quite huge, but we can't assume because not all of them earn so much, mm. and I'm generalizing, um, what they spend is often uh, so much more than what they do earn. Um, and the return on investment is really calculated and planned. And it's important to understand those dynamics and what actually makes them tick. Mm. You, you, you made the point earlier, right, about, you know, being seen uh, in that community. Do these brands that have done very well, let's start, you know, from cool running all the way down. Is there evidence that they've invested in terms of corporate social investment in in those communities, in the townships directly? Uh, yes, there are a couple of examples of that. And uh, township consumers are brand conscious, um, more likely than the average South African population. So branding to that community is important. Are they, are they less likely to swap brands, to switch mm, we, to, to others? Um, I'll have to check that. I'm I'd sorry, love, I don't know if that's off of I'd mine. Know whether they, they're any different but, to but trust, others. But yeah. trust is really important in that market. It's really important for consumers to trust those brands. And yes, loyalty is actually high within the community as well. 
Yeah. Okay, that's where we're going to leave it. It's fascinating. Well, I'll tell you what, find out about that. And if there's any other information, maybe just even tweet it to me, okay? Happy to share that, uh, you know, to listeners via just Twitter alone. All right? Excellent. Thank Maria, you. Maria, thanks so much for your time. That's Maria Petusis, who's the director of the TGI Target Group. And this for the Classy Star Brands. I think it's quite novel, don't you think? that? So here we are, we have general brands about the whole country, and they've gone back and said, hold it, we've done the normal icon brands for the entire country, but let's, let's see what happens in townships only. And... Uh, by and large, the results are very similar, but there are definite differences as well. So, okay, the, the Mofaya thing, I think, doesn't feature you at all. Maybe it's too early to say. Whether that, because from what I understand from DJ Cebu, that's the market they're targeting. So, if he's right, then we should see some serious dent sometime in the future, if not now. All right, uh, well, Maria, thanks for your time.